Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued Hello, support. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for first episode of today's tickets of 2023. It is episode 29 in total. And we are going to preview the Baltimore Orioles 2023 outlook for their uh, their season, their win total, and maybe some bets for, for which way we're leaning for the Baltimore Orioles this year. Uh, we're going to go team by team. The order we're going to go on, if you look on MLB.com, you click on the team thing, and you'll see all the teams in order, starting with the AL East, and then we're just going to follow that rotation right there. So up next will be the Boston Red Sox, and that'll be on episode 30. So let's get started with the Baltimore Orioles. Um, They finished last year as a surprise team for sure, came into the season with a Win projection of 62.5 to 64, depending upon where you bet it. And they finished the season 83 and 79. So they were uh, a couple games over 500. They got eliminated from the playoffs in the last week of the season. They did not get a wild card spot, but they did give it a good run. And they have a uh, batch of young talent that they're they're primed to go at a good... uh, Good season here for the Baltimore Orioles. It's been a long time since they've sent multiple players to the All-Star game. Last time was 2016. And they'll be looking to hopefully get a couple people in All-Star weekend in July, um, starting with closer Felix Batista, who could be the best closer in the American League. Uh, he throws some high heat. He's six foot five. Um, he allowed more than one run only one time in 20 appearances last year, and he had 12 out of 13 save conversions. So they've got a solid back end of the bullpen there for the ninth inning man. He averages 12.1 strikeouts per nine innings as well. Something to uh, keep in mind if you're a fantasy guy and, and you're drafting closers. The Baltimore Orioles closer Felix Batista will have that job for the foreseeable future uh, many years to come as long as his stuff stays uh, right where it's at. Then you have Adley Rich Rutschman last year's second rookie of the year in voting and 12th in AL MVP came up uh, a couple about a month before the All-Star break didn't have enough at bats didn't have enough quality time before the All-Star break to make the All-Star team but he did finish the season with a 5.3 wins above replacement. Um, that's an important stat now that's tracked in baseball, basically saying he's about 5.3 wins above the previous guy or above the, your average major league catcher. And he hit 254 last year, played in 113 games. He'll be batting second for the Baltimore Orioles this year, and that's a, that's a solid bat now uh, backing up Cedric Mullins, your leadoff hitter. And Cedric Mullins had a 33-point drop in his batting average last year from 2021 when he hit 291 and uh, had 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases. He did still he did still steal 34 bases last year. Um, he got caught stealing 10 times, so that might go that number you might see go down this year. Note that the bases did get bigger, um, so we could see uh, players get caught stealing less this year, and we could see stolen bases go up slightly this year as well. Uh, 
And then you have the second-ranked prospect in all of baseball, Gunnar Henderson, making his debut at the end of the last year. He played in 34 games for the Orioles, hit 259. He played third base last year. He'll be playing some shortstop and third base this year, mainly shortstop. They have him slotted at right now. Uh, your Baltimore Orioles lineup does look like this. Cedric Mullins, Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson, Anthony Santander, who hit 247 last year. Ryan Mountcastle will be playing first base. Um, Ramon Urias will be playing third base. Ryan Stovers will be Stowers will be hitting his designated H spot, and and then you have Austin Hayes and Adam Frazier coming over and playing second base. Your only hitters that hit under 250 last year were Anthony Santander and uh, Ryan Stowers. There, your DH, they, they hit 247 for Santander and 234 for Stowers. So you got. A whole lineup that hit above 250 last year and then you also have Cedric Mullins who had a down year last year and if he could improve his average somewhere between the 291 and the 258 he hit in the previous two seasons you're looking at a team that's going to hit about two, 255 260 for as a team and, and that's a great batting average nowadays uh, and then if we move on to their starting pitching you've got Kyle Gibson coming over from Toronto. Cole Irvin, uh, former Athletic A's pitcher. You got Kyle Bradish was with the team last year. Dean Kramer was with the team last year as well. He had a good season. And then you have young, short, uh, young prospect, number four prospect in all of baseball, Grayson Rodriguez coming up. He should make the starting rotation. Um, all goes well for him in spring training. He will be on the starting rotation. He'll secure the fifth spot on that team. Uh, and it goes in his favor that John Means probably won't be back till sometime around the All-Star break if then he is back when he can come back from Tommy John surgery. Uh, but you have Dean Kramer. He, he had a good year last year, 2022. He really finished the season out strong. He had two um, appearances versus your Houston Astros World Championship team, and they... They were nine innings pitched, a shutout versus Houston, and a 7.2 innings pitched, um, 3-1 win versus Houston. So he went 16 and two-thirds innings versus Houston, only allowing one run last year. Uh, he did have a few bad starts where he let up four runs twice to Boston, four runs to the Yankees, and six runs to the Cincinnati Reds. Um, you have inning eater Jordan Lyles leaving Baltimore in the offseason, going over to Kansas City. So... They'll need some some of these guys to eat some innings, definitely from Dean Kramer, Kyle Bradish. Obviously, you bring Gibson over, who doesn't ha doesn't battle any health issues. Cole Irvin should should be healthy all year long. Uh, but you're going to need some guys to pitch under a 4.0 ERA if you want to compete and hopefully get the game to your bullpen where you have Keegan Aiken you know, in the 7th or 8th inning, and then you also have your closer, Felix Batista. This Baltimore Orioles team is young. Um, they don't have many guys on the roster that have played a full season. That's something I'm worried about, too. Are, are we going to see full seasons from the young guys, Rutschman, a catcher? Uh, then you have Mullins, who, you know, could he be traded at one point in time this season if things aren't going well? And then you also have Gunnar Henderson. How is he going to be able to play a full season here as well? Something to note for the Baltimore Orioles um, their win total right now at Caesars is 77 and a half. It's 77 and a half at BetMGM as well. If you look at uh, over at DraftKings, it's 76 and a half. Something I'm I'm in 
particular want to note here is these road trips here for the Baltimore Orioles come the summertime. Um, definitely once we get into the middle of summer, you have a road trip in July where they're going to fl- face Tampa Bay and Philadelphia for seven games straight. But going into August, it's a tough month for the Baltimore Orioles where they have three against Seattle, three against San Diego, three against Oakland, all out on the West Coast. Then they're going to play Toronto for three games. And before that road trip starts, they have nine games, three at Toronto, three versus the Mets, and three versus Houston. So all of August for Baltimore looks very tough up until the series with Colorado on Friday, August 25th. Um, So that's 24 games pretty much almost every day besides a couple of off days in August that they're going to have a tough slate of games. Um, And that's going to depend upon their health of their pitching staff. Is John Means coming back healthy? Can he lend some support? How's the back end of their bullpen? And what are the rookies and young players up to? And how are they faring this season? Uh, Last season, they kind of played with house money all year long. They were underdogs up until basically August. And then they were basically even money till September. Started basically being favorites in a couple of games. Not every game, though. Uh, I do think their division will be a little bit better this year. Toronto will probably have a better pitching staff. The Yankees have a better pitching staff with with, um, the addition of Carlos Rodon. Boston should be a little more competitive this year with a down year last year. I think that Baltimore is going to um, regress a little bit from their 83-win season. I don't think we're going to see a Baltimore team here that's back into the 60s wins. But I think we're looking at a 74-75 win team, somewhere uh, low 70s. I think if you bet the under 77.5, minus 110, bet MGM, that's where I'm leaning here for the Baltimore Orioles this year. But there's a lot of young talent. And I think in 2024, 2025, you're looking at a playoff team. Something to note, Baltimore Orioles to win the AL East 25-1. to 1. Uh, Baltimore Orioles to make the playoffs plus 300. I think you can get a better number probably midway through the season on the Baltimore Orioles. If you stay, if you keep posted on that and keep checking back, you'll probably be able to find the Orioles at 6-1, to 7-1 to 1 to make the playoffs at some point in time. Uh, keep in mind, they did win a bunch of games in a row a couple of times last year so they had some some win streaks that were pretty long and they beat up on some some bad teams and we all know that they were expected to be a bad team last year so they you know they did catch a lot of teams by surprise they won't have that benefit this year when people know they have young talent and they'll be uh, eager to you know invite the Baltimore Orioles to their ballpark and hopefully try and get some some wins out of them knowing that it is a young team and and um it's not a team to be taken lightly anymore like they were the past three four five years ever since the departure of Manny Machado so that's the prediction here for the Baltimore Orioles we will go to the Boston Red Sox next uh today is Tuesday February 22nd 2023 This is episode 29 of Today's Tickets. I'm your host, Tyler Liddick, and thanks for joining on the MLB preseason preview of the Baltimore Orioles. That's everything, and you can find this on thelinemovers.net. You can also find it on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks, everyone. Have a good day, and don't forget to bet that Baltimore Orioles team total season wins under 77.5. That's all for now. Until next time. 
Be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.